listening to episode 5 of Dead Letter Radio. I am your host, Taze, and this is the podcast featuring your words, your work, whether it's poetry, short stories, letters, and any kind of writing that you send in. And so to begin, I kind of wanted to give a little peek behind the curtain. Um, When I put together these episodes, there isn't yet a theme for most of them. I just, you know, go through the submissions and see which ones I feel like would go well together and kind of fit the vibe I'm looking for at that time. And without really looking for a specific vibe this time, I should say, um, I got a lot of uh, ones picked out that have to do with love, either in a familial sense or in a romantic sense. And so that's kind of, I guess, the general theme for this episode. But I hope you guys enjoy listening to it. You hope you're able to relax, reflect, whatever you want or need to get out of it. I hope it provides that for you. And for all those who submitted, thank you again. Keep an ear out uh, for your piece. And if you hear it and you want to, share it with those and let them know, hey, you got featured on a podcast. So to begin, I wanted to start off with a piece that kind of made me think of morning as this podcast does release on Sunday mornings at 7 a.m. This is titled, She Answered Me After Three Bowls of Cereal, and it's by Giovanna Violi. You can find them on Instagram. She answered me after three bowls of cereal. Three bowls. Chorus of crunching, chewing, slurping, cacophony of suspense. She stared right past me as she chewed, gargled, gulped. Three bowls of cereal lapsed, and the urge to talk at every moment kept my heart fluttering. Should I say something? Why is she eating cereal? Why is she saying nothing? I'll tell her how I feel, that I want her to stay. That I need her, that she's the one. I want to pour it all out, but she pours only milk. I want to jump over the table into her lips, but they are busy with cornflakes. I want to crunch. I need to crunch. I crunch. I crunch. I open my mouth to shout. When she opens hers too, shall she speak? To fill it with cereal, I close mine. I am lower than processed corn. She answered me after three bowls of cereal. We are out of cereal. She shook the cardboard box. I heard the last few rattling flakes. I knew how they felt. She answered me after three bowls of cereal. I'll get some more. She answered me after three bowls of cereal. Yeah, I love you too. Thank you, Giovanna, for that piece. I just think it's a fun one. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you can feel, at least from my takeaway of it, that anxiety of the writer's point of view. But also, there's that quirkiness to it um, for the person of interest. And also, who doesn't love a good bowl of cereal to start off the day? So, this next piece is untitled but it was submitted by winter flower if tomorrow doesn't start with me and i'm not here to see you smile nor wipe the tears from your eyes i hope you'll hold on to the memories if tomorrow doesn't start with me i hope you will never forget us i hope you will not dwell on the fact that you will never see my face i'll be another name in the sand that the waves wash away If tomorrow doesn't start with me, I hope you understand that I never wanted to leave. I never wanted to let go of your hand. I never wanted a you to exist without a me. I never dreamed of the day I would leave you behind. 
If tomorrow doesn't start with me, promise me you will live your life so that you will not have any regrets by the time you have to say your final goodbye. If tomorrow doesn't start with me, I hope your life is full of joy and happiness, that you will live out your dreams and be the person that you always wanted to be. If tomorrow doesn't start with me, and every day that cycle repeats, where you don't see my face nor my apple cheeks, I hope you visit my grave. I hope you know I miss you. I hope you saw the tear I shed before I closed my eyes for my eternal slumber, because I realized I was leaving you. If the sun doesn't shine as bright, and the world looks more dull, just know I will be with you through it all. That is the promise I give to you, if tomorrow doesn't start with me. Thank you, Winter Flower, for a powerful piece. When I first read this one, the initial thought came to my mind. It's like, oh, you know, it's about lovers. But, no, it more seems like it's about, you know, a parent and a child. But also, if you really wanted to, it could be about friends. It could be about other family members, other relationships that... Unfortunately, the status of this world, or fortunately, I guess how you view it, um, life comes to an end. But that doesn't mean that the people that we leave behind or that are left in our place uh, don't need to know that how much we care and love them, we can leave that mark. And so find, you know, people you care about as a reminder always. And if a day doesn't start with you anymore, uh, make sure they know how much you love them. And that even though you're not here, uh, your love was still real. So thank you, Winter Flower. This next one is a letter by Alejandra M. It is titled, You Are Ridiculous. Guess what? I'm adding to the letters of people gushing over someone. I never thought I'd be in this position. If you were to go back a year ago, I was sobbing over the person I truly believed would grow old with me. This is just crazy. I can't stop smiling. You're so gentle, patient, kind, amazing, warm, loving, and you just feel right to me. You feel like home. I just can't stop smiling. Thank you for being in my life right now. Thank you for being a light in an area I started to doubt would ever be the same again. You've made it better. Thank you, Alejandra, for those words. So I wanted to include this one. Just because of the positivity in it. I mean, yes, there's times where we go through a romance, friendship, or what have you. But we think it's going to be something forever. And it ends up not being that case. And you're ultimately heartbroken. But it doesn't mean that it can't get better. It doesn't mean you won't find something better or at least more suitable for you in the future. And so, Alejandra, I hope that whatever you got going on now is still going strong. And that you guys are happy. So thank you. So another untitled piece, for whatever reason, we had a lot of untitled pieces, which is completely fine. So if you wrote something and you don't have a title worked out for you, because sometimes that can be the hardest part to choose, um, still send it in. This one is written by JJ. It flew, the half-winged crow, tagging her chaos along, circling the loops, scouring for a lost piece of heart amidst daggers and a trillion scars. Thank you, JJ. 
once again, I just am a huge fan of just visual pieces. This one definitely gives me um, uh, Edgar Allan Poe vibes, even if maybe if it's just, you know, because it's a black bird, like a crow or a raven, but the hatwing crow tagging her chaos along. And what does that mean to you? I don't know. I think it's just an exciting pairing of words. But aren't most of us looking for a lost piece of heart, whether it's something that we want to find for ourselves, romance, or what have you, but usually it is among a bunch of past pain. This one is by Matt Prozer, and you can find him at Twitter, at Speaks. I dream, sometimes, of us. Soft trace dawn hangs on you. My eyes awake your form, breathless. Fingers dance to nape, to navel, lips to nape, your eyes wide now so sudden, as hip to hip we dance the morn. Gorged, engorged, we peek together, somehow sorted, pure. Thank you, Matt, for that. I mean, obviously, this is a very intimate, uh, sensual piece, but I think it just greatly captures and, and uh, encapsulate, encapsulates the intimacy and the softness and the almost the frail beauty of uh, that romance can bring about and that physical connection. So thank you, Matt. This is a piece submitted anonymously. So as a reminder, you can always send in something anonymously. And it is titled, I Think of You. As the wind dries the sink, I think of you. With every pause to take a drag and let this ink dry, I think of you. With every passing car that rumbles past, I think of you. With every song that plays next, I somehow find a memory of a past happiness, and I think of you. So much that I can't pause to let the ink dry anymore, because even as pen touches paper, I think of you. So I smear the page, just like the smeared images of a forever ago. And through these smudges, I think of you. Always. So thank you for sending that in. More, how often have we had someone come or go, and yet they are still so deeply stained in everything and every part of our lives whether that's music, passing voices, uh, scents that waft by us, uh, phrases people use, memories that flash before our eyes and our mind. It is almost breathtakingly beautiful yet painful that we can be so uh, entrenched in someone. But such is life. So this next one is by Dear Broken Poet, and you can find them on Instagram. Have you ever tasted honey? Bitter, with a sweet finish stuck to the tips of your fingers. Sticky to flesh, that it keeps pulling you back as you slide your tongue down the thick substance. It takes its time to take its place in the back of your throat. How sweet honey tastes kinda like you. Thank you, dear Broken Poet, for that sweet piece. You know, no pun intended, but kinda was. Um, obviously another sensual uh, piece of coming to romance, but 
you know, what's that? That's the beauty of life. There is a bunch of sweetness out there. And, you know, if you're looking for that, I hope you find it. Bees love it, so why can't all of us? So now, our final piece of this episode is by Mike Whalen. He is part of the Austin Poets Society, and you can find them on Twitter at ATXPoets. They are a collective of poets in the Austin, Texas area. We featured some of their previous writers on other episodes as well. This one is titled, The Storm-Forged Sun. Family is storm, bringing growth and destruction, chaos and calm, regret and opportunity, and you bring the weather with you. Family secrets spill like strengths in the dark, apocalypse seals our bonds, Late night phone calls reignite settled blood. Storms are sudden and violent teachers, leaving in their wake students brittle and strong, resentful and determined, lesser men and old children. Some create their own storms, generating new cyclones, drumming up new thunder, conjuring new lightning, forcing old rain dance classes upon broken feet. But, knowing the power of hurricanes, Thomas, instead built shelters. A skill began as a child levy. He reclaimed duty from its hail-pelt introduction, spending decades honing it, walking with it, carrying it like floodlight, living in it like a lighthouse, becoming the man he was supposed to have had. He entered the outline and filled out the void, being for others, becoming protector, warrior, pupil, provider, caregiver, Mistake-maker, lesson-learner, son, brother, father, a kind giant, a loving juggernaut, a watchful eye of the storm, breaking with all the potential energy it embodies, a listener, a solution-seeker, a harvester, cultivator of fields ravaged in tempest, reaper of fields nourished in downpour, until, far too soon, his behemoth heart burst in abundance, and in death he became the harvest, at once dearly missed, yet living on bountifully, continuing to protect dozens of strangers whose bodies aren't as strong as the one storm forged. So thank you, Mike, uh, for submitting this very powerful piece. So this one obviously has a different vibe than some of the other ones we read, but it does still, as I said, kind of fall into that family tree that we that I spoke about a little bit earlier. But I also wanted to include it too, because life is life, unfortunately and fortunately. Uh, some of us are better off than others. Some of us uh, sailed smoother seas than others when it came to growing up. Uh, but I'm sure we all have known ones like this Thomas, at least into some degrees. Um, whether that's because they had a rough past or childhood, and now, due to that, they became a stronger person. Due to that, they became someone that is a foundation for other people, that is built up to them, that is, um, is brought out in this piece by Mike, that, you know, he becomes a son, brother, or father, a, a protector, warrior, pupil, provider, caregiver, mistake maker, lesson learner, that is someone we look to, depend on lean on 
and that the contribution to their to our society to our lives is unmistakable so if you know someone like that uh, let them know because unfortunately thomas people are gone way too quickly and if you are going through a hard time or if you feel like you come from a hard past just know that others may view you as this uh, poem views thomas that to those around you you might be storm forged you might be stronger in our eyes than uh, you know that people might rely on you in the most positive sense not that you should feel weighed down by that but you should feel upbuilt that people may view as a kind giant as someone who's went through uh unthinkable storms and yet is such a bright uh, spot in our lives so if you're going through hard times keep going uh life is pushing in that direction obviously find whatever you need to make life as best for you as possible but just know you're coming up stronger and better on the other side and whether you know it or not you are helping those around you and so keep just being positive and putting in the good work so that's another episode uh, read through and done thank you for everyone who submitted and thank you for everyone who's taking the time to listen uh, to me read uh, these people's amazing words before we do our usual ending wrap up i do want to make one announcement so i don't know if you've been following me on twitter it's at dead letter cast c-a-c-a-s-t but there that's usually where i do a lot of uh, my main communications with uh, people that are submitting and listeners and i do announcements there or just updates and such so I've recently i've been looking for um haiku you know, the Japanese poetry form, it's five, seven, five syllable lined poems. In American haiku, it doesn't really follow that rule specifically, so haiku-esque poems too, I will also accept. But I've been really looking for those because I kind of want to start doing, not all the time, but every now and then special episodes that are focused more specifically on certain art forms, and maybe certain poetry forms, maybe we'll even do certain ones with specific topics. So I've been reaching out to people looking for haiku. Um, I've been getting people have been sending them in. I still need a bit more before I'm ready to do an episode. So if you're interested in submitting haiku, uh, please reach out to me. You can reach out to me on Twitter, which is, I think, usually leaked to the episodes. But you can also look up Dead Letter Radio on Instagram, Dead Letter Cast on Twitter, and send me a haiku through there or if you have any other questions. Also, if you haven't written a haiku before, give it a shot. It's a lot of fun. It's a, I think it's a cool challenge, too, to try to capture a scene or emotion or what have you in such a small frame. And it kind of creates its own little beautiful minimalist piece. And at least in my mind, it does. And some people who have submitted their uh, haiku, it was one of the first ones that they've written before, too. So don't feel any pressure whatsoever. We all start somewhere. And so that it, that's it. Uh, that's wrapping up the episode. I hope all of you guys had a uh, wonderful break. If you're on break because of the holidays or what have you, I hope things have been relaxing and calm and you feel re-energized to tackle the rest of this year. Um, and as always, I want to make sure you guys stay positive too. I want this place to be a place where you can unwind, relax, reflect, but something you look forward to listening to. And maybe one day you'll be encouraged um, to submit your own work. Or even just to write, as writing, I think, is a great way to vent, to give life to your words. Everyone has creativity in them, and this is one of the great ways uh, to use as an outlet for that. 
And so keep creating, keep writing, keep living, keep experiencing life, and know that even though a bad day comes, uh, a good day is always around the corner, because each day is its own adventure. And I'm just rambling now, and I do apologize for that. I'm your host, Taze. This is Dead Letter Radio, and I'm wishing all of you safe travels.